Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello and welcome back. Now in this episode, we're going to be covering a topic that I believe is perhaps one of the most important things in relation to your dreams. And I don't say that lightly because we're going to be covering self-worth and sometimes referred to as self-love. Now, of all of the extensive personal growth work that I've done in my own life and all of the, I guess, research you could say that I've done in looking at other people's lives, I've noticed that developing the relationship with self is by far the most important. So when I look back at my life journey from when I was 18, 19 years old, I look at how I went through depression and then what it was that helped me to really transform my life and set myself onto the path I wanted to be on. I realized that finding this love for who I am and appreciating myself for my authentic true self was definitely above all else, the thing that really made the difference. See, when you have this self-love and self-worth, so much more becomes possible for you in your life. And I truly believe that that internal connection that we have with ourselves, it is what sets the tone for our whole experience of life. And that how we see and how we feel about and how we treat who we are internally can really, I guess, make or break our dreams. And that sounds quite extreme. But what I'm really referring to here is that self-love is the most important foundation for you to create the life that you want. Because what we feel and what we experience on the inside about ourselves is reflected on the outside because we start to attract and experience different things in the world around us. So this is why it's so important to prioritize this relationship, to find this self-worth and self-love, even if that means facing those judgments that we have on ourselves in the meantime or in the process. Now, here's what happens if we don't have self-worth. In other words, if our self-worth is weak or if it's low. Now, generally, you will have, I would say, a poor body image. So you might be questioning your body or your looks or your appearance. You'll tend to feel uncomfortable in your own skin. One of the things that I've noticed is that when someone has low self-worth, they also tend to bite their tongue instead of speaking their truth. So if somebody says, you know, do you want to do this? You go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But deep down on the inside, it wasn't really fine. You just said that, right? So when you have low self-worth, you tend to hold back the voice and what's really inside of you. You also tend to work in a job or in a career that you don't really love. You can be underpaid for what you do or even to the point where you're not even being paid at all for your value that you offer to the world. Self-worth also really, I guess, creates the doorway for us to then tolerate unfulfilling relationships. Like if we don't have that self-worth and self-love, then you attract more relationships where that respect isn't mutual. You then suffer in silence and you hold on to all your problems instead of asking for help. You take on too much. You know, you reach burnout. You hold back from opportunities. You listen to others' opinions over your own opinion. You name it. I mean, there are so many side effects and I I guess you could call them symptoms of low self-worth. And these are also exactly why it's so important. I often say that 
low self-worth is like, it, it makes you like a cat trying to run up a slide, right? So you're working so hard, but you don't really seem to be getting anywhere or you feel like you're going around in circles and end up ending up back in the same place, whether that's financially or in your career, even in your relationships. Self-worth is this key that is kind of missing, if you will. This is what we need to prioritize because it unlocks everything else that is important for us. It is vital for our future, for our well-being, for success, that we cultivate this strong, beautiful relationship internally to give us the resilience that we need and also a natural magnetism to both pursue and manifest our goals. Because when you have somebody who has healthy self-love and not in an egotistical way where they think they're better than everybody else, but true self-love, I mean, that shines from within you and attracts a whole different type of experience on the outside. People treat you differently when you treat you differently. So it's so important to really lean in and to be willing to say, I'm going to transform my relationship with myself. I'm not going to settle for a life that is less than what I know I want inside my heart. I'm going to do what it takes. Now, when it comes to developing self-worth and increasing your self-worth, I think it's incredibly important to understand that there really are two different types of self-worth. And this is something that I essentially observed over the years of my own life is that there's really a, what I would call a superficial self-worth. And this is self-worth type number one is superficial self-worth is the kind of self-worth where we base our value on ourself based on things that are external to us. In other words, we're looking to events or things around us in order to help us to have that healthy sense of like who we are and that we have worth and value to the world. So some examples of superficial self-worth is when we do things for other people because we want their approval or we work hard because we really deep down, we're just looking for praise either from a boss or maybe from a friend or a loved one. So we're really, our actions are with an agenda really that we will be approved of or, or that we'll do this. So then somebody will quote unquote, love me in exchange. Now, when you have superficial self-worth, you're also caring what your partner thinks about how you look, for example, or you're really attached to what your body weight is. Even if you're already at a healthy body weight, you might have a poor body image, but you're basing your self-worth on your body weight. You might be basing your self-worth on how good your hair is, what your face looks like, what your skin is like, what your nose is like, maybe how much money you have or how fast or how new your car is, how big or modern your house is, what kind of clothes you wear, right? The list goes on. So this is where we're looking to things that are external, like our results, to tell us that we're valuable, like our social status, for example, like how many likes you got on a social media post. And so this is the thing is that this is a dangerous pattern, this kind of superficial self-worth. It's dangerous to be in because outside events are always changing. You are not always going to be on top of the world. And it's really unpredictable to and really volatile to base your sense of value and who you are on something that's happening on the outside. Because through your life, you'll probably go through peaks and troughs. You'll have times where you have perhaps more money and then you'll have times where maybe you have a little bit less you might have times when you're in a relationship and times when you're single, times where maybe your body weight fluctuates a little bit because of a health problem. And so if your self-worth is pinned to those things, if it's attached to those, then your self-worth is going to go up and down like a yo-yo 
throughout your life. And this is incredibly unhealthy because then you end up feeling bad about yourself just because something on the outside didn't work. And sometimes things on the outside won't work. I mean, life is not that predictable. It's not so linear, although I know the control freaks out there, including myself, would like it to be. That's really not how life works. You know, you have these different times in your life where you might be you might be going through a business transition or a career transition and you can't necessarily see your own success on the outside because you're still working on it, right? So basing your self-worth on things that are happening on the outside, on ex- anything that is external, including your body, which is really an external aspect of who you are, it is going to be a slippery slope and it's going to be really hard for you to value yourself and to build solid self-worth, something that is there all of the time. So this is why it's so important to understand that there's two different types of self-worth because a lot of people, I think, are caught in this superficial self-worth where we've got uh, what what we look like on Facebook or as one of my friends calls it, fake book, but the image that we put out on Facebook. Don't value yourself based on that. That's just one expression of who you are, right? So it's just shifting then to the second type of self-worth, which is far more, I guess, sustainable, but also will give you more resilience. And that's what I call true self-worth. So the first type of self-worth is superficial self-worth. And the second one is what I call true self-worth or maybe authentic self-worth. Now, here's the difference between the two. When you have superficial self-worth, you're looking to the outside world or to your results to help you value who you are. But when you have true self-worth, your love for yourself runs so deeply that you be yourself without fear of judgment. You do what is right for you regardless of what other people think or other people's way of doing things. That applies to your business and career, by the way. So you're actually in this position then where you love yourself so much, you have so much inner like insulation and backing from within that you're willing to trust and respect your own opinion on something, right? Now, when you have true self-worth, you enjoy your own company. So you become less attached to who is around you. You also become less attached to how many people liked that social media post because you love you, right? You're not looking to fill something that is empty inside you with things on the outside. Now, when you have true self-worth, you also embrace and appreciate your true self. And you understand because of that exactly how you're unique. You see your place in the world much more clearly, the position that you're born to fulfill. And you don't go through life thinking that you should be someone else or, you know, maybe your purpose is that you're a dancer, but you don't deep down then wish that you were doing something else. You're more likely to see what your purpose is, to know who you are and to love that, to really appreciate that this is who you are. Now, in that, you'll also value yourself for your gifts and for what you offer. And that is across the personal and also the professional areas of your life. So the personal meaning your personal relationships. And I'll use the example of intimate relationships here is that when you have true self-worth, you can see and you know what you bring to the table to your partner or for your partner. So you understand that innately you're a good package. And yes, of course, somebody would want to spend their life with you, right? So you have that healthy relationship internally, which then attracts a better quality relationship on the outside. Now, of course, this is also very relevant for your professional life because you'll be able to see exactly what your skills and talents are. You'll be able to acknowledge what your strengths are and say, you know what, this is where I'm strong. 
This other area, not so much. That's more of a weakness for me. So I'm going to double down on this strength because that's what I want to dominate my career around. That's what I want to spend my time doing. So when you have that true self-worth, it gives you kind of a humility or an objectivity where you can look at yourself from the outside and say, hey, actually, this is what I'm really good at. And this is where my value is that I can offer to my clients, to my customers, to the world around me. So this is what comes when you have true self-worth. And then finally, I would say, if you have true self-worth, then you'll have also self-respect. So that means having a level of respect for yourself, for what you've done, for what you've achieved, for how far you've come. Now, here's why the true self-worth matters so much. First, it's going to give you courage and strength to do what you need to do, because deep down you're committed to yourself. Not in a selfish way, but in a healthy way. You're committed to doing what you need to do to create the life that you want so you can make your difference, so you can have the rewards that you desire, so that you can leave your legacy and change other people's lives, right? So this is the courage and the strength to do exactly what you need to do. It is also the another reason that this matters so much is that it gives you this love inside you, like this access to the love inside your heart, which is essential to fuel you through any of the challenges that you're going to face, whether that's in your career, whether it's financial, whether it's in your relationships, even health challenges, when you have that love kind of flowing from your heart, and I don't say that in a corny way, I genuinely mean that. When you feel the love from inside your heart, it inspires you, it gives you energy, and it helps you to move forward through anything that you're facing right now that's very challenging, especially if you're going through a significant transition in a career or in maybe personal relationships, or even financially as well, maybe with a job, this will give you the love that you need to shift through. Naturally, with this true self-worth, true self-love, you will attract better quality relationships across the board. So that means friends, it means your intimate partner. You will also feel worthy of your goals before you even achieve them. And this is actually a really important distinction that I want to share because If you feel worthy of your result before you achieve it, you're more likely to manifest a strategy to help you to actually achieve that goal. Whereas if you are working really hard towards your goals, you're doing everything you need to with a strategy, but you don't feel like you deserve the outcome, then you are going to be like that cat running up a slide, working really hard, you know, running around like a chicken with your head cut off, really just putting so much into it, but not really ever being able to reach what you want. So if you want your success to be more likely, then we need this true self-worth because it's going to be your best cheerleader. It's going to be the best coach that you could possibly have. Now, I would say when somebody has true self-worth, they're also more likely to do what they love. They're more likely to build a life around that, to allow their love and their career to become one and also more likely to build wealth. Now, I'm a believer when it comes to financial wealth is that The more you love yourself, the more interested in wealth building you will become. Now, some people might disagree with that. They say, well, I don't really have a value on money. There may be some truth in that. But I also believe that deep down inside you, you want rewards and riches. Maybe right now you're kind of buying into some judgment socially that it's, you know, for example, it's bad to be rich. And that's kind of stopping you from letting this desire in you out. But I do believe that you deserve that. I mean, you deserve to have those riches and you deserve to have that wealth. So I do believe that it's inside all of us. And if you have that true self-worth, you're more likely to transcend those judgments. You're more likely to find a way to make financial wealth and growing financial wealth a part of your life.
Now, here's some strategies that we can use to develop this true self-worth. So we've been exploring the difference between superficial self-worth and true self-worth. And you can understand how true self-worth really is the key to your dreams. It's the key to you living the life that you dream of. So let's talk about some practical ways and some things that you could actually do to start expanding this, to start developing and strengthening this relationship that you have with yourself so you can experience exactly what is really possible for you in your life in across all areas. I mean, I believe you you deserve holistic success. So that means having personal fulfillment. It means feeling inspired every day. It means being paid really well for your purpose, knowing what your purpose is. I believe that you truly do deserve that and it's what you were born for. So here's five different things that you can do to start to develop your true self-worth. The first one is that you can take out a blank piece of paper and a pen and identify your gifts, your strengths and your talents. Now, this exercise is going to help you to connect in with your value. And when you list out, well, these are my talents. Hey, I'm really good at writing or hey, I'm amazing at cooking food. And you start to list out the things that you're good at, you'll have an innate sense of your value in life. And that's what we're looking for here. When you see your gifts, your talents, you start to realize, hey, I've got a lot to offer and I have innate value because those talents and gifts are inside me. They don't vanish based on, I don't know, how much money I have or whether I'm in a relationship. That's part of who I am. So that's step number one. It's to write down a list of your gifts, your strengths and your talents. The second thing that you can do on another piece of paper is list out everything that you've done and achieved in your life. Now, I've done this exercise with several clients in the past, and what happens is they underestimate themselves. And when they start out, they think, oh, I haven't really done that much. But then as they get going and they start writing this list, they're amazed at just how much they've done. They're like, oh, yeah, I was part of that project or oh yeah, I led that whole team and we achieved this outcome together. And all of a sudden it comes flooding out, you know, not just in terms of maybe degrees that they've done, but also other achievements, initiatives, things that they were part of, maybe even things like running, going through a triathlon, right? So it can be personal as well. So list out everything that you've done. And now you can look at this from a past sense as well. So you can look at this and say, wow, I've done a lot. My respect for myself has now increased. But you can also, if you want to, keep a track of this on a daily basis. Like this might become part of your journal practice where you list out for yourself, what did I do today, right? What did I do? And to be able to say to yourself, hey, I think that's pretty amazing that you did that. So again, we're cultivating this deep level of love, worth and respect on the inside. Now, the third step that you can take is to start to heal any shame or guilt that you have hidden inside yourself. Now, one of the things that my most significant mentor, Dr. John Demartini, talks about often is that shame and guilt hold us back more than anything else. So shame meaning parts of yourself that you're judging or things that you did in the past that you're judging yourself for or any guilt where you feel like you caused someone else pain. Storing these inside your mind is going to lower your self-worth like nothing else. So what you can do if you want to is actually use the Demartini method. So if you look up Dr. John Demartini and go to his website, if you learn his method, I promise you it is, in my experience, the fastest transformation to heal guilt and shame. I've used it maybe hundreds, thousands of times over the past 15 plus years to dissolve shame and guilt to help me with my own self-worth. So that is one tool that you can use. But there are also other ways that you can sometimes shift shame and guilt, sometimes through great conversation with a coach or a mentor. 
anything that will help you to shine the light on what it is that you're holding on to inside and then heal it. This is what we're aiming for. So number three, which is not necessarily a five minute exercise, is to really make an effort to heal your guilt and shame. Now, step number four or strategy number four is to ask yourself on a regular basis, even daily, how you feel. So how do you feel about certain things in your life? It could be in your business. It could be about something that's happening with a client. It could be about, I don't know, a new piece of furniture for your house, anything. Ask yourself how you feel about it and listen to yourself. And really develop that inner relationship where you're hearing what you feel, hearing what you think about it and taking that into consideration. We want to have that kind of relationship where you're leading your own life from the front. You're not waiting for other people to make decisions for you or to tell you what is best, regardless of what area that's in. You're also looking for the counsel within because ultimately it's your life. So we need to be able to listen to you if we're going to master that. So that's the fourth one is you can get into a daily practice of asking yourself how you feel. How does this sit with you? What do you think about this? And then listen to the answer. And then number five is to write a gratitude letter to yourself. And I mean a genuine gratitude letter. And you're sitting down and you're saying, for example, like, dear Emily, I just want to take a moment to thank you for this. And then you write out everything that you can think of that you're grateful for, that you appreciate yourself for. And I got goosebumps actually, even as I said that, because I started to feel this Really thank yourself for your persistence, for your determination, for your courage to keep going, for the effort that you put in, for the work, for the devotion, and come to this place where you actually feel the love and appreciation for yourself. This will help you. And in that space from this exercise, but also any of the others, so any of these five exercises, you will start to get clearer on what you love, on what you really want, and on what you need to do next to master your life and your career. So try these five strategies. I do believe that if you apply these on a regular basis, if you're constantly taking stock of what your gifts are, if you're appreciating your strengths, if you're thanking yourself for what you've done, if you're clearing your guilt and shame, these will definitely help you to improve your self-worth so you can attract and create more of the life that you want for yourself. Now, in closing, I will say that self-worth is not an overnight process. You may sometimes go through rougher patches in your life where you really feel a little bit maybe challenged and your self-worth might get tested. Here's the thing that I want to say is if you're in one of those phases right now, double down, work even harder in the times when it's the most challenging. It's actually when you need to work on your relationship with yourself the most, because that is what's going to fuel you forwards. So just understand that it's a journey. Self-worth and self-love don't necessarily happen overnight, although they will definitely increase in the moments where you have breakthroughs. This is a lifelong commitment. You are with you from the day you were born to the day day that you die. And we want to cultivate this internal healthy relationship that we keep on strengthening so that you can keep, I guess, transcending from one level of your life to the next, feeling that you truly do deserve the life that you want. See, I know this. I know this inside my heart. I know from my own personal experience that loving yourself and feeling that you deserve what you want is the most important thing you can possibly do. If you want to create an amazing life, I know that you deserve it. I know that you're capable of so much more. And I know that if you make this commitment to better this relationship with yourself one day at a time, it truly will transform your life. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance, to help you to create your extraordinary life, 
then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube and of course, Facebook, so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R on any of these platforms, you will find me and I would love to hear from you, even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode.